Hi, welcome to the Your Adrenal Fix podcast, where we help exhausted and burnt out adults learn the truth about adrenal fatigue so that they can get their health back quickly. My name is Dr. Joel Rosen, and I've suffered with my own adrenal fatigue problem, and now I've made it my mission to tell the truth about adrenal fatigue so that we can get to the root cause of your problem and really teach you how to put the puzzle pieces together so that you could tap into your hidden energy reserves and have all day energy. So this podcast is for anyone who's struggling for years or feeling overwhelmed and burnt out or you're just feeling stuck you're going to get cutting edge information from all our different guests in different respected health fields to give you those important tidbits of information so that you can actually act on them and improve your health join us for our podcast i know you will enjoy it Hello everyone and welcome back to another edition of your adrenal fix where we teach exhausted and burnt out adults the truth about their health so that they can get their health back quickly. And what a what a pleasure it is to be joined with Mike Casey. He is uh, a multidimensional entrepreneur and the CEO and founder of Formula IQ, a health solutions leader and accelerator with a focus of expanding the boundaries of health through aligned partnered brands and products. Mike rose to become a prominent leader in the integrative health space through his early years in the health solutions, supplement manufacturing, and disruptive marketing and technology industries. After assisting several health solutions and disruptive tech companies accelerating from early stages to millions in sales, and after realizing the fundamental need for specialized attention and creativity in unifying brands, marketing, and product creations to the health solution front, Mike created what is now Formula IQ in 2013. Mike, we could go on, but I want to get to the meat and potatoes today. So thank you so much for joining me. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. So what we always like to get insight with our guests, Mike, is how they got into the area that they got into uh, in the health and wellness space and being a disruptor and, and having this supplement company. Tell me a little bit about your journey and maybe your health background or any challenges that you might have been dealing with for you to ultimately get to the position that you're in today. Sure, absolutely. You know, it, it's funny. I used to tell this story in, in a different way of how, how I got into the space. We all have our own unique way of, of what prompted us to be in this industry. Um, you know, I used to tell people that I have an athletic background and I do, I'm still a competitive athlete now. And that led me to supplements and wanting to work in the industry in the space. But, you know, as I've dug deeper over the years, I've gotten older and more perspective on things. I actually realized that, you know, it was, it was more of uh, my upbringing. It was more of my, my teenage years as a child. You know, we were fed extremely unhealthy stuff. We had no idea at the time, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm like I said, a competitive athlete now, but I was an extremely overweight child. And um, as I was coming up, you know, my father had heart problems. He had a heart attack at a very early age. My mom also struggled with many different uh, disorders and things as we were coming up. And the real answer to the question is, is we had all the money in the world as a family, but we had no answers. Uh, my dad had all the top procedures done and still had no answers, you know, being in his early 40s and having to have triple bypass on his heart and not knowing why, uh, failed solutions for health for my mother, you know, it, it, it just led me to 
to know that there had to be a different way. There had to be a better way. So I set out in my late teens, actually, knowing that I wanted to do something in the integrative health space, which is rare for people to know at a young age, but I was certain. And so I dove in head first and began studying human nutrition, food sciences, and supplements just caught my interest because to me, they, they created a bridge of, of health that was there for people who didn't currently have it before. Awesome. Awesome story. So yeah, not to, not to um, discount the fact that you knew at such an early age, and that was as, as a response to just what your, your family members had been going through. Yeah, no, it was, it, it, it was, it was, it was realizing that, uh, you know, my, my father was one of the earliest people. He was one of the first patients to ever have uh, robotic bypass surgery done. So, you know, we had access to some of the, the greatest techniques, some of the greatest advancements out there. But, you know, looking back, I, I realized that the one thing that we never got right was the nutrition. We never got the diet right. And ironically enough, I, I, I tell this, this story, um, you know, here and there now, but my, my parents and my family were anti-supplements for some reason. They, they just, they classified them as bad. They classified them as, uh, you know, something that you shouldn't do as dangerous um, you know, I remember in my early teenage years, I got grounded for having protein powder. So if that tells you how anti-supplement they were, and it was, it was just the fact that they didn't understand what they were utilized for. So, you know, it, it forced me to want to know why I needed answers and the traditional medical system didn't have them. So, you know, I knew that there was validity in the traditional medical system, but something was missing. There was something that was missing that was keeping them from getting better because it was always one trip after the other to the doctor or to the hospital. And so there had to be another way. And it turns out there was another way. So that's kind of really what I set my life out to pursue is, is, what's the complete path to health that's awesome so take us maybe through those early years what was the first venture that you did in 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 pursuing that dream or goal sure absolutely so you know it's it's funny i started off in my earliest time you know i, I don't talk about it too much but i started off personal training um and then working in a nutrition store actually that was you know i was like how am i going to get experience in this as i work my way through school and, and get educated and so I did, I did that. I was, you know, literally working around the clock, two jobs, and it taught me on one end, some stuff about supplements and the other end, it taught me about the human body and how it worked and responded to exercise. You know, I had the great opportunity after that to go work with um, another company um, that had uh, a really great piece of technology and they had supplements paired with it. And it gave me an opportunity in my early twenties to help and be a part of a company that was scaling and growing and to really work with the formulation of the supplements to work with how that paired with the technology and to work with integrative practitioners while at this company. So that was really, I would say my first leap into the industry was doing that because it gave me a chance to realize that I loved more than just supplements. I loved more than just health. I loved the, the, the full picture of health and more importantly, I learned and started understanding what it took to put together a formulation and what it put, took to make a supplement, but not just a supplement, but one that worked and understanding the quality of what goes into it. Because I think often that is really overlooked in today's market. For sure, uh, especially with the toxic tag alongs and the excipients and um, ultimately, which we'll get into is who who's behind and who owns the, the companies as well, which 
I think it's a great question to get into. So was FIQ the, was the second company that you started or is yeah, that right? So FIQ was the second company. Well, it was the first company that I fully took ownership of and was the first full owner of. So, you know, I've been part of creating and growing many other brands in the industry that are well known now today, um, you know, which I'm very proud of and was very happy to be a part of. Um, but FIQ was the first thing that was really mine. It was my first chance in 2013 to start something and to, to do it on my own and to really do it because there was a missing gap in the industry. There was nobody who was really looking at all factors. You know, you had people who were making supplements that were just great and had really high standards of quality control. Um, or you had supplements who were companies over here who were making stuff, you know, in their basement or a back room somewhere that had no you know, quality control whatsoever. Like there was really no bridge between these two companies in the industry at the time, as well as the third tier that I would say is that, you know, there was a fad for many years. And, you know, this as a practitioner where there were only companies, there were, there were professional grade companies who offered good supplements that worked, that you could find combinations of things to maybe focus on one health specific topic, like anxiety or something. And then you had the lower end retail products, but most practitioners were using singular ingredients. I mean, it wasn't uncommon to walk into a doctor's office and to leave with you know, 10 to 20 supplements of singular ingredients. And so, you know, you could walk in with anxiety and they could say, okay, you need to take these five to seven singular products of individual ingredients to get the job done. And it was becoming really cost prohibitive and it was just becoming a huge headache for patients. And so I saw an opportunity in the market. I was like, there's gotta be a better way. Like we need to create something that is health specific. It's simple and that levels the playing field that brings professional quality to everybody that doesn't cost $60 a bottle. Like they just, as someone who had had experience making product and understanding the cost of it, I knew that was just, it was just absurd margins that were taking place and the industry had started to get out of control. So our goal was to kind of come in and level the playing field, which was, you know, we've done successfully over the years. Yeah, it's great as an entrepreneurial mind, seeing the opportunity gap and that's what you saw and, why not come up with an intelligent product and actually call it FIQ? Is that yeah. kind of how the name was born or is <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, FIQ, Formula IQ, it's all about smart formulations, you know, smarter formulations, faster results. That's, that was our tagline at first. And, you know, I used to say all the time as well, that health is formulated, not supplemented. So the entire idea is a smarter way, a better way to reach people and to reach health. That's absolutely the whole entire basis behind the FIQ and the creation of the name. Excellent. And so you, obviously I have interviewed Morley Robbins several times on our podcast and uh, you have somewhat aligned ships with, with Morley, but for, you've also were in existence through 213 to, till, till then. So what were you primarily focused on Formula IQ wise prior to him? And then we'll sort of piggyback from there. So up, up until 2018, when I met Morley and you know, the root cause protocol, you know, our main focus has been and continues to be still working with practitioners. You know, it's, and that's not to, to say that we haven't sold to the general public into retail, we, we have, but my background has always been working with integrative practitioners, whether it be a naturopath, a chiropractor, we've got a handful of medical doctors who are in the integrative space. And so 
you know, we made formulations that were health specific and we sold them into the, um, the, the, the health professional market space. So it was a resale. So most people found our products you know, on the shelves of doctor's offices. And so, you know, the, the cool thing about our products is they're very easy to sell themselves and, and they're very easy to understand is a better way to put it. Everything that we make in our line it has been health specific. So you look at our line and we have roughly 25 SKUs now and everything is exactly what it says it's for. So, you know, Anxiety IQ, which is our flagship product, it's, it's, very, it's a smarter solution for anxiety. Simple as that. So, you know, Infla IQ is for inflammation, sleep IQ is for sleep. I mean, it's very simple. I mean, it, you, you, like our doctors tell us all the time, they're like, we don't have to do any work. Your products sell themselves. Like you just look at it, you know what it is, you know what it's for. And when you take it for the first time, it works. I think that's the biggest disappointment that I found over the years. And the one thing that we constantly are working on with the formulating of our products is we're up against the, the pharmaceutical model here. So while there is a very vast difference between a pharmaceutical drug and a dietary supplement, people expect a result when they open a bottle and they take something. And I think that's something that a lot of supplement companies forget. It's not enough to make a good product. Your product has to work and it has to work the first time that you take it for, from a patient or from a customer. And so that's one of the things that we pride ourselves on, <coughs> excuse me, with our products is, everything that goes into it is about the effectiveness of it. So uh, that's something really unique. And that, you know, comes from the sourcing process, the, how we formulate it, how we put it together, you know, no, no two ingredients are the same. So there's definitely a very stringent process when it comes to our products. Excellent. Yeah. There's a couple of questions I have with that, but going back into the formulation of it all, how active of a role do you play in that, Mike? Are you doing the research on your own and figuring out what are the best uh, nutrients that will yield those results? Kind of take me through the genesis of how a formulation happens. Sure. So you know, obviously there has to be a demand for it. Um, and as much as I like to take all the credit and say that I'm the smartest guy in the room, I'm not. You know, I, I'm good at what I'm good at. So I generally create the foundation for the formula. I love formulating stuff. I love understanding that each part of a plant plays a different role and can have a different effect in the body. That's, that's true. That's understanding um, the, the ingredients and the science behind everything. We do have third-party chemists. So we do, once we put together a formula, we run it by them. So let's take the Recuperate IQ, for example. I know that's something we'll get into with the, the RCP and, and work with Morley. So when I put together the Recuperate products, it's all about creating bioavailable copper to somebody. So we looked at the formula, we looked at the ingredients, we said, okay, so what food sources are going to be the highest in copper? Well, we know there's beef liver, well, undefatted beef liver, primarily the source, where should it come from? New Zealand or Argentina have the highest concentrations of minerals still active within them. Um, then we looked at a vegan source, which spirulina, we understand that spirulina can only come from one or two suppliers in the world. If not, they can contain contamination and be harsh on the body. So Hawaiian based spirulina is what we use. So understanding where that comes from is very important. That's going to, that was the highest, um, copper from a vegan source. So along with oxygenating the blood and many other benefits, then we said, it's still not enough. This is where we sat down and we're like, it's still not enough copper. It's still not enough to move the, you know, to move the needle. So working with Morley, um, he, you know, his, his response was more copper, the better. And so that's great, you know, but 
how much copper, how much, when can it, too much of a good thing become a bad thing? There's also digestibility. So we had to look at how much copper bisglycinate do we add to it? Do we use copper bisglycinate? You know, there's, there's copper orotate, copper bisglycinate, copper hydrazole, um, copper, there's, there's many different forms. So, you know, we had to look at which type do we want to use, uh, copper one, copper two, uh, we landed on copper bisglycinate because it's copper neutral, meaning the body can digest it and utilize it into whatever form it needs to. Um, whereas like copper two is, uh, it's, it's 10, well, copper one is, is 10 to one absorbable compared to copper two. So looking at supplements, you know, copper sulfate is a copper two product, which is typically from vegan sources. It's just not as absorbable. So we landed on copper bisglycinate, but then we had to ask the question, how much can a patient tolerate at one time? And the answer is most people can handle about two milligrams or less roughly per serving. While we want to get more into them, we have to obviously put it with things that can allow them to do that. And of course, a lot of times the inflammatory response of the gut can be an issue. So we added a little bit of curcumin to it to help with the inflammatory response of the gut, which then creates a whole formula of product. So hopefully that kind of gives you an idea of just an abridged version of what it goes into putting together a formula. Yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate that taking me through the whole, the conceptual idea. Uh, I don't want to go too down this rabbit hole, but I know there are camps that get into the Hatfields and the McCoys, so to speak, in terms of copper two is is no good and there's no such thing as copper neutral and it's only got to be copper one. Uh, maybe you can just give us a little idea on if that's true, if it's not true. Um, sort well, of, yeah. So there's, there's copper one, there's copper two, and then there's copper neutral, copper zero, which that comes from earth sources. So elemental form that comes from the earth, which means typically copper bisglycinate means that it's being pulled from the glycine salts of the earth. So I think that's where people get confused. That's where they don't understand that there is no such thing as copper zero. Well, like my response would be, well, how does the earth exist with it then? So that's really understanding the difference. So copper two is going to be primarily found in plant sources. Um, there is a study that shows the difference between copper one and two. Uh, like I said, copper one is uh, 10 to one in terms of absorption in the gut to copper two. But now that's not to say that you shouldn't use either one of those, that either one of those are bad forms. You know, if you're deficient in copper, I would prefer you get it, you know, from a good source or a good product than not at all. So I think we can all live in the world of what's better, what's more pure, what, what, what's out there. But at the end of the day, we just need to get it because our soil and our food is depleted in, in it. And therefore we are as well. So, um, you know, but for us, you know, the copper, to answer your question, you know, copper neutral is usually the earth form of copper being something that's extracted from earth sources. No, absolutely. I agree. I agree with you. And it would make sense that our body would be endowed with enzymes and, uh, systems to be able to take whatever form we're getting and, and repackage it into the cell, some easier than others. Uh, as far as that's the importance of the intelligence of the body and the formulation, right? So, um, which is a good intro into it's not just about getting copper in there, it's about all of these other um, supporting nutrients that will help. Uh, I guess, along the assembly line to make the widget that um, you're looking to do, whether that's energy or helping with anxiety or sleep or whatever it is. Um, quick question, just from an aside from what you talked about before. Um, some companies are 
are owned by pharmaceutical companies, and and we'll talk about that now. What what's the difference with their with their particular product? Is it um, is is it not as c- considered um, in terms of the intelligence of the product? Is there um, like what would be a, well? Let's get into that. Maybe you can just kind of take yeah. the conversation and run with it. <laughs> no, I think that's a great. Let's just say, let's just dive into it. You know, it's it's a it's a fun topic where you know it, sometimes people are surprised by it and sometimes people are not. But you know, I think first and foremost, what a lot of people don't know when they walk into a health food store, they walk into they see you know a, a product on the shelf. Well, it could be Metagenics, even something that you find at your your doctor's office. You know, Metagenics is. Um, they are in partnership with Altcore, which is uh, Amway. So the MLM, if you're familiar with them. So they're all the same ownership. Nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, you get into Nestle. Nestle is a big player in the supplement space. You know, they own uh, Pure Encapsulations, Wovenzyme, Garden of Life. Um, they have a handful of, of, of supplements in their arsenal. Uh, Procter & Gamble, they bought New Chapter. So they own New Chapter. Um, you know, the one that I have a lot of fun with is uh, Clorox, as in the bleaching company. Clorox owns uh, Renew Life, which is the cleansing company. So, you know, no pun intended. They, they, they clean your sinks. They clean you out. You know, it's, 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 it's a weird combination, along with uh, Rainbow Light Neocell is who they own as well. Um, then, you know, you get down to, um, you know, Schwab owns uh, enzymatic therapy, um, all the way down to uh, Atsuka owns Innate and uh, Megafood, which are common names as well. So, I mean, we could go on and on and on. Atsuka is a pharmaceutical, a Chinese pharmaceutical company. They make a lot of the drugs that we see here in America, too. So what does that mean? I usually say this and people are like, oh, my gosh, the pharma companies are involved in the products. That's a terrible thing. That means that they're no longer good and that we should not take them. That is not necessarily the case. On one hand, I look at it and I say, Imagine where these supplements are being made now, the clean rooms and the the level of equipment that these guys have to be able to produce produce these supplements is top notch. So on one hand, we have a much higher quality control environment for these products. So I think that's the pro that's we've, we've got some consistency. You know, if the FDA goes in there, these guys are doing things by the book. I think that's the pro. That's the good. We put some, you know, we've taken the wild, wild west out of the equation. You know, we, we know what they're doing. Now, what's the con? I can tell you that the negative is that, you know, I could be wrong, but the negative, in my opinion, is I guarantee you that there is nobody as passionate as myself that's sitting at Procter & Gamble or sitting over at Schwab or any of these companies sourcing the ingredients, they're not sitting here third party testing them or testing them as they come in from the raw material suppliers and validating, do they still have copper in their beef liver? You know, are they looking at, are we using undefatted beef liver versus, you know, you know, beef liver with fat in it? They're not looking at the source. Um, you know, in our whole food vitamin C, we use uh, amla fruit. People commonly ask me, where does amla fruit come from? Well, it's also known as Indian gooseberry. So if that answers your question, it comes from Asia. That's where it should come from. Now, you can also get it from China, just like you can most ingredients. So I would say the downfall is that the pharmaceutical companies are generally aimed more at profitability than than effectiveness and quality control in terms of quality of the actual end products. So it goes back to my statement of it's not enough that we make a good product. It's not enough that our products third party test excellence. 
Our products have to work and they have to work the first time our customers take them. And I think that's the difference that we look at is these companies, when they buy them out, they're profiting on, they're trying to increase their profit margins. So they're going to buy from raw material sourcing that is cheaper. Now that may shave a few pennies off and cents here and there, which add up over time, but those ingredients are going to be void of the active alkaloids and the active minerals and sources and, and the, the stuff that you really need to heal people with. So in my opinion, that's the trade-off. And I think that's, that's the, the downfall of it. I see good and I see bad, but you know, if you're going to take a supplement, you have to make sure it works. If not, why are we taking it? Because I tell people all the time, it's, it's not how much you take, it's what you absorb. It's what your body utilizes. So and that's why companies such as ourselves or Premier Research Labs, even, you know, they, they can get away with using a little bit and getting a lot out of it because the quality is there. They're, they're really looking at their sourcing. Yeah, no, I appreciate that insight. It's, it's really great information. I, you know, you get what you pay for really, right? And I've actually done a tour through PRL's labs and I was really impressed with the quality control and the mass spectrometry. When you say that, when you test it yourself, is that what you're doing? Is 100%. So, you know, a lot of like, so the FDA does not require you to, if when, a, when you bring in an ingredient from a raw material supplier, when you order it, the raw material supplier will say, here's the, here's the testing, here's the spec sheet. Now, nothing says that you have to test it before you use it to formulate again. You can blindly trust them because you have testing to use that ingredient. But companies like us and um, Premier Research, Bob Marshall out there, you know, he is retesting stuff. He's validating that what is in the, the raw materials is actually in them when he receives them as an additional layer of testing prior to making the batch of product. And so, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. And I think, I think everyone should do that, but they don't. And that's why no two ingredients are the same. I mean, we could have curcumin from that is exactly the same, 95% curcuminoids, and that is exactly the same sitting in two different pills. And one could be from a, a source that has been sitting in a raw material warehouse that's been preserved. The other one is going to be fresh. It's going to be freshly ground and it's going to come from a live supplier that has a rich soil base and everything else that is aligned with the, the, you know, the specs that we demand. And one's going to be felt when you take it. One's going to give relief and the other one's not. If anything, it's probably going to stress your digestive system because your body's got to work extra now to get rid of this ingredient because it can't pull anything out of it. It can't properly align with you like it's meant to in nature. Yeah, no, excellent. And so for those, so basically my understanding is the mass spectrometer gets to the idea of, is there any impurities? What's the potency and anything else that I'm missing that, the, that it does? Yes, correct. That, that's, so that, that's their method of testing. There's HPLC testing. There's many different forms, but the goal is just to break it down to test for, like you said, to make sure it is what it says it is. And then to see what is actively in it. I mean, I can't tell you how many companies lace their ingredients. You know, have you had to turn away stuff that were absolutely. contaminated? Yeah, absolutely. I had I had a supplier one time send us beef liver that was fortified with copper. I mean, I didn't even think like we were there yet. I mean, it's it's common to do that with you know vitamin C products. I get that. It's common to do that with cod liver products, but you know the fact that. It was uh, beef liver and they, they fortify it with copper orotate. And it's like, you didn't think we'd find this, but so it, it's extremely, it's, it's common. And, and that's, that's the wild, wild west. That's the part that people 
you know, are always afraid of, uh, you know, with the supplement space, it's like, you never know what's going into your products. And there is some truth to that. You know, there, there absolutely is, there should be a healthy level of skepticism with this stuff. So, right. uh, you know, there's a little bit of truth to everything. So as far as, you know, that Bob passed though, right? Or did you know that Bob? I did not uh, know that. I should know that, but I did not he, know that. Wow. He did. Yes. Uh, been like four or five years now. Um, wow. Okay, one of the smartest guys I've ever been privy to give a lecture, hear a lecture from, and I've been in a lot of lectures. I, I, he's still uh, sort of a, a luminary in my mind. I, but anyways, as far as one of the big things that he touted was they don't put toxic tagalongs and excipients in their in their small batches. What does uh, FIQ do? Do you can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, same thing. So. Um, we did for a period of time use vegetable magnesium stearate or rice flour or silica um, because a lot of times, so I guess I should explain why people do that first of all. So when you, when you flow a product, when you make a product and you mix multiple ingredients together, if it's a single ingredient, it should not be as big of a concern. But what happens is it's not necessarily about anything more than using um, something to keep the ingredients from caking or sticking together during the manufacturing process. So in our case, it was the vegetable magnesium and uh, the uh, silica, because what that allowed for was the oils actually from the vegetable magnesium stearate allowed, uh, acted as a lubricant so that the ingredients would not cake together so they could flow through the equipment to be then encapsulated with, without any problems. Uh, we have worked to remove those, which just creates more of a manual process for, for the products. Now, there are some supplement companies that will debate you and tell you that your body will digest a product better. There are articles out there that will state this um, with vegetable magnesium stearate or magnesium stearate synthetically. And I, I disagree with the with the, the synthetic version. Um, I also disagree that our body needs those things to digest and utilize ingredients. I mean, our body is very smart. If it needs something in the digestive system, it will pull it there and, and uh, you know, break down the ingredients. So um, we've removed all of those things. I mean, there are companies out there who still use like titanium dioxide, all kinds of you know, fillers and things in their products. And, and at the end of the day, those are just to shape costs down. That allows them to get costs down. A lot of times they have to use them because they're using a lower quality ingredient in their product. That's, that's another trade-off for that. But you know, I'm in agreement with uh, you know, Bob. You know, it, it's funny because he was, he was an early inspiration for me. I interviewed with him actually uh, many, many, many years ago. Um, and you know, he gave me some great advice at that time, but he was, he was the inspiration for a lot of the stuff that we do. So we share a lot of the same viewpoints in terms of the product. That's awesome. I had no idea. So it's a pleasure to, to have, um, a mutual respect for someone and, and the concepts that they, um, pioneered or at least embraced. And I know that he gave out little, um, binders. I actually have one over there about um, the studies on too much. I mean, you're taking it daily, day in, day out, silicone dioxide and talcum powder and all of these magnesium sterates and whether. So anyways, that's awesome. But um, as far as moving over into, sounds like you saw an opportunity when Morley and the root cause protocol and came up with um, the stops and starts and understood that there's utility here. So maybe kind of take us through the genesis of working with him and yeah. um, what products you offer now with the SKUs of, of that formulas, of those formulas. Sure. No, I think it was a, it was a great synergy when Morley and I met. You know, I, I met 
I had a call with Worling, uh, an introduction through a good friend of ours. Um, she's very talented as a practitioner. And I, I talked with Morley on the phone. We spoke for about 20 minutes and I hung up at the phone from him just to give you some context. And I said, I'm going to work with this guy. We're going to do something together. I had no idea what it was going to be at the time. We had Got no it. clue. And, wow. you know, I, talking to him, he, he felt the same way. We had no idea what we were going to do together. We just knew that we were going to do something. So fast forward, uh, Morley came to me a little bit, a couple months later, we went to dinner and he's like, I want to create a copper supplement. And I got to be honest with you. Nobody talks about copper in, in the, the medical industry. You know that. I know that. Um, I knew it was a great anti-fungal uh, product. I knew copper was great for anti-inflammatory stuff, but you know, there was the, the lingering fear of copper toxicity. You know, you typically don't look at copper unless you have something wrong with the liver. And then you look at those markers. So uh, it was new. And we kind of pioneered this space of creating a copper supplement and understanding that people are deficient in copper. And there's a reason for that, you know. And I think the RCP, I think a lot of people, they, they, they probably get this conception that the RCP is only about copper. The RCP is not only about copper. And this is why we, we've partnered with Morley. The RCP is about restoring balance to essential vitamins and minerals, mainly the minerals. And that's the mean that, you know, iron is not something that is not important. I think, you know, we, we, we talk about, you know, anemic and people taking iron. It's not to say that iron isn't important. We just have too much of it. We have too much of it in our body. We have fortified our foods with it to the point of over fortifying our foods with it. We are getting enough of it. We are getting plenty of it. We do not need more. Um, but the one thing, the one mineral, the two minerals, I would say, which are the core pieces of the RCP is that everyone is deficient. In, and this is Traxone blood work is copper and magnesium. And that is because we live in a very stressful world. You know, we can't, we can't eliminate stress. You know, who are we kidding? You know, if we could, that's, that would be the secret, you know, that the topic of what you do, uh, we can't limit, we can't get rid of stress, emotional stress, lifestyle stress. And we're not probably going to get rid of oxidation either, in which is internal stress and toxics and toxic you know, pieces. So when I met Morley in the RCP, you know, root cause protocol, we, to date, I had never offered a multivitamin. I had never offered foundational nutritional supplements and people thought I was crazy. And it, I always knew and it went against my teachings and it went against my beliefs that people should not be taking synthetic vitamin and mineral supplements. They're, they were the wrong ratios. They were causing more harm than good. Like there just wasn't a foundational platform out there of something that I could really wrap my mind around to say, this is right. And I work with a lot of doctors and we, like today I had not found a solution that I could say, this is something that, you know, 80% of the population could benefit from doing every day as a foundational piece. And so when I went through Morley's work and we started talking, it put the piece, <coughs> it put the pieces together. It was all of the different pieces I'd learned over the years. You know, I've, I've always thought that people should not be taking mega doses of vitamin D. I do not think people should be taking tons of zinc supplements. And I think people are deficient in magnesium and poor minerals. And so it really just tied it all together even though it challenges everything you're taught in, you know, tra traditional education, but it really just brought everything together. And so we, 
worked with him to create products that were aligned with his research to say, this is the foundation. These are the things that you can do to restore energy in your body and to clear oxidation or exhaust or whatever you want to call it. These are the foundational things that you should take every day. They're at the core root of health issues for, for just about everything and everyone. If the body can create enough energy, it can heal itself. And that is the one principle that every medical, you know, model has at the basis of it is if we can, our body has enough energy, it can heal. And that is really what the root cause protocol is about doing that, which is through restoring ancestral principles and essential minerals and vitamins in their correct forms and ratios. Awesome. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I got to admit, I got caught with my pants down for this interview because I was familiar with Recuperate and I know that you are adding new, new, new lines. Uh, or new new SKUs and, and new products that were consistent, but I don't know the specific ones and or the doses. So maybe tell us though, getting into, you guys have made live the um, the new quick start guide um, that maybe has built upon the stops and starts. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that and, and why you felt the need to do that and then how the line of products that you have fit into that. Yeah, absolutely. So. You know, one of the things as someone who's worked in the supplement space for this many years now that I've, I've really understood, and you appreciate this as a practitioner and doctors, they tell me this all the time is practitioners and doctors are great at telling people what to start taking, but they are terrible at telling people what to stop taking. Right. And for the life of me, I mean, I, I see it, I hear about it every day. People walk into their doctor's offices with grocery bags of just, you know, sometimes 20 and 30 plus different supplements. And I've seen people taking three different B vitamins, three different brands of vitamin C, and they don't even realize it. And it's all because someone put them on it at this period of time, and they just never told them to stop. So, you know, why is, why is the need for it? The, the need for it is... I think that has to stop. I think someone needs to say, okay, enough is enough. What do we need to stop doing more importantly than is, you know, these items that we should not be taking, you know, high amounts of synthetic vitamin D, we should be getting sunshine instead, you know, too much zinc supplements because it can disrupt copper in our body. You know, we should stop taking synthetic multivitamins. It's the wrong ratios. So, you know, the, this, these are the things we stop. And then what do we start taking? Like, what are the essential things that we need? Well, we know we're deficient in copper. So we created a, <clears throat> a uh, product called Recuperate. We know that people need magnesium. So we created different magnesium products. <clears throat> we know that you need retinol to activate copper. Uh, so we created cod liver oil. So <clears throat> the goal was to really create a turnkey <clears throat> line that, <clears throat> excuse me, that really helps people, <clears throat> say, that really helps people just know what to stop doing and what to start doing. And I think that's missing in the industry today. It's like you walk into a health food store and you have a whole slew of options, but what do you take and why do you take it? That's the question that everybody really needs to know. Absolutely. Sorry that you got choked up there. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. You are about your line, you know? So as far as, okay, so the other things that I was curious to know about um, is that you mentioned that you had two areas of focus it, 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 with your supplement company. So 
tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so two areas of focus, which I think we've covered you know, at this point is health-specific formulas, which is, um, you know, you somebody has anxiety, our line is really simple. You know, even, even recuperate the copper products, you know, it's, it's, what is it doing? It's recuperate. The name implies itself. It's, it's restoring copper. It's restoring bioavailable copper. And I think that's another thing that needs to be mentioned with the RCP quick start or even more or less work is I think the whole entire basis of it is understanding that it's not just about minerals. It's about and, and vitamins. It's about bioavailable nutrients, minerals, and vitamins. So, you know, too much of, you know, copper unchecked can be a bad thing. Too much of iron unchecked is a bad thing. Too many synthetic vitamins unchecked is a bad thing. We need bioavailable nutrients. So that's really the two focuses of our company. And really overall with our, our formulas is that everything that we have, we want to be bioavailable. And I think, well, you know, as we talked about with, uh, you know, Bob Marshall and his line, that was his whole basis too. It's like, what you take should work. It should be available for utilization, should be in its right form, the right amount. And you may not need a ton of it at first. You know, I think that's, that's a lot of things times some people as well with supplements is they dive in too heavy. They dive in, they think, you know, more of this is good and too much of a good thing can become a bad thing. You know, you take too much magnesium out the gate, you could have, uh, you know, regulation issues and going to the bathroom too much. You know, you take too much whole food vitamin C, you could have, you know, overactive adrenals because most of the vitamin C in our body is stored in our adrenal glands and in the brain. So, you know, we have to be mindful of these things. So for us, you know, it's health specific formulas and then foundational formulas was the two areas, which, you know, has always surfaced very well. Gotcha. No, I appreciate that. I thought where you were going to go, because when we were talking a little bit earlier is one of your big MOs have always been educating the provider and and reaching out to the provider and then the other side was the retail side but um awesome information i mean i learned a lot here mike and i appreciate your your diligence and your 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 mission is there a mission that you initially adopted to to kind of guide your 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 principles of all the things that you do we want to shift health you know, I think that's a very big statement, but if we can shift health and we can level the playing field by bringing the knowledge that the integrative health professionals have to everyone, I think we can shift health. And I think shifting health means bringing truth, bringing truth about health to, to people. And I say that as someone, you know, who's obviously extremely successful, but um, over the years in my earlier years, I found that a lot of the best information, the top information with the top practitioners was unobtainable. It was unaffordable. You couldn't get to it. You couldn't reach it. You couldn't, you, you just couldn't access it. And to me, it was, what, what's the use of that? You know, we want the truth and we want to shift health and we want everyone to be healthy. You know, I tell people all the time, you have no idea how bad you feel until you feel good again. And I'm sure you see that with your patients. Like we, we get used to the fact that we're supposed to live with anxiety. We're supposed to live with these aches and pains. We're supposed to live with fatigue as, as you teach a lot. And the answer, you know, the, the come back to that is no, you're not. Like that's not supposed to be part of everyday life. And so my mission is to, to shift that, to change that. And I believe that supplements are the bridge. You know, they're not the magic bullet. 
the name supplement implies itself. You know, what, what are supplements there? There's something that you're having to take because you're not willing to do something else. You know, if, if I don't want to eat this, I don't want to do this lifestyle change. Well, you're gonna have to supplement it. It's, it's a buffer because you don't want to make another decision. So I believe food first should always be the approach, but if you're not going to do certain things, the supplements. And so that really ties it all together. It's just reaching people through supplements to give them that bridge to health. Because if I can help you see how good you can really feel and it's affordable and it works, I can change the rest of your life. I think that's really our mission. That's what we set up to do in a smarter way. No, that's awesome. And I, I would just add on that even if you are willing to do whatever it takes, a lot of the time, just the food supply, the mineral concentration, the glyphosate, the high fructose corn syrup, the iron enriched foods, the fear-based media, all of the above is just not enough to, to get the amounts that you need. Um, that's going to help improve your overall health. So awesome, awesome information, Mike. I appreciate it. One of the things we always ask our guests in parting is what do you wish you would have known then that you know now that might have accelerated your journey or helped you overcome any challenges or just given you a little bit of a quicker user guide to get to where you wanted to go quicker? Sure. No, that's a great question. Um, you know, it, geez, there's so many things. I think in terms of health, um, in terms of just overall health in this particular topic and what we're discussing here today, I wish that I would have realized the importance of um, prevention earlier. And I say that, you know, I'm in my mid thirties now, I'm still young, but so many people, they wait with their health until they're on the brink of death. They wait until tragedy strikes. They wait until something happens. Let's go back to, you know, my father, when what motivated me in the beginning with all this, with the heart problems, what if he had changed his diet? You know, what if he had done a CT calcification score test earlier? What, what if he had done all of these different things? And I think that's the biggest thing I wish I had told my younger self. And I think that anybody should, should really just understand is don't wait until something happens to get healthy. Like that is, that is, that will be the downfall for the rest of your life because the people make, people make their health a future self problem. And unfortunately, once you have something like that happen to you, you'll never be the same. And so get ahead of it. And I think you'll have a much richer life for it in doing so. Gotcha. Well, I don't think you have to worry too much. I mean, if you were thinking of a supplement line or supplement industry in your teens, then Really, you should have started when you were five and you're regretting that you didn't think about preventative health until you were in your teenage years. So yeah. I agree with you in this. sense. It's never too late. You know, the, the best time is to start before, but the next best time is now. So I appreciate you all, all your insights and information. I definitely will post links to um, these uh, to the to your websites and to the product lines. I don't know if we were able to give sort of a a discount for listening to this podcast. Is that possible? Like, uh, yeah, I can. Uh, I'll give a I can give a small discount code. Um, we'll set something up for you guys underneath um, uh, Rosen. We can make that the coupon code. That okay. way, our listeners and followers can use that. So use Rosen at the time of checkout. And of course, uh, the the website is uh, activatefiq.com. Um, if you want to do the quick start program, it's just activatefiq.com forward slash RCP. So we try and keep it really simple for you guys. Awesome. 
Awesome. Well, listen, I appreciate your time and I wish you future success. And I'd love to be able to keep the, the door open for another interview when you're telling me about all these other amazing stuff that you got online and we can share those insights as well. So thank you so much for your time today, Mike. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of your Adrenal Fix podcast, where our goal is really to teach exhausted and burnt out adults the truth about adrenal fatigue so that they can get their energy back quickly. And if you happen to be suffering with your own exhaustion and fatigue-based problems and you're not getting answers and you're frustrated and you're concerned and you really want to get back to the things that you're not able to do, then maybe it's time for you and I to book a discovery call. If that makes sense to you or what we talked about makes sense to you, then this is an opportunity for you and I to troubleshoot and figure out what's going on in your body, what's not working, what have you tried, how's it impacting you. Most importantly, figure out where you want to go with your health and why you're not able to bridge that gap. And if I feel I can help you and all the things that you need to be doing, I can recommend to you, I'll let you know. And if I don't know, I'll tell you that too. But my goal is for you to leave this call with a step-by-step game plan to learn how to bridge that gap and get your life back quickly. If I feel I can help you, I'll tell you what that will look like to work together. However, there's no obligation to do any further work and there's no charge for the call whatsoever. It's just really a one-on-one time for you and my team member or myself to get true value out of what's not working with your health and what are you missing in order for you to make that next step. If that makes a lot of sense to you, then go ahead and go to www.adrenalfatigueworkshop.com, all one word, adrenalfatigue workshop.com forward slash apply now spacing is limited and it's a first come first first served basis and you have to be willing to to make that next step to get your health back or at least be serious about it if we feel we can help each other just go to www.adrenalfatigueworkshop.com forward slash apply and i look forward to giving you value and getting you your health back